Nutrition is part of our world and nutrients are what our body needs. But with all the fads, gimmicks, trends, and unrealistic ideas about eating, things can be very confusing. Let's dig through the hype and adopt a way of eating that is sustainable and provides the nutrients we need without freaking out over our food. Join me if you're ready to be over the dogma that there's a right and a wrong way to eat. Here, we navigate eating healthier in the real world. Welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Rael, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. I invite you to listen to this podcast with an open mind and be willing to let go of long-standing beliefs about nutrition. I am a nutrition myth buster, helping to dispel myths and misinformation about food and nutrition. I help people have improved health, wellness, and energy without dieting. Welcome to today's show. Welcome to this week's episode of Real World Nutrition, where this week I address mindless eating and mindful eating. What are the differences and how can we shift from mindless to mindful eating? Have you even heard these terms of mindless eating and mindful eating? These are two very different things. And I want to make sure that even if you've heard of these or whether this is the first time you've heard of these two terms, that you know the meanings and what the difference is. So mindless, thinking of mindless, is an adjective that has several definitions, but when I'm talking about it when it comes to nutrition, or when any of us talk about it when it comes to nutrition, it is a repetitive task that is often mechanical, automatic, routine, or robotic. So it takes little consciousness to do it. So if you think about the example of if you're driving home from work and you don't even realize how you got from work to home because you do it so often, you don't have to concentrate, you don't have to even think about it. And sometimes it is so routine that even when you were supposed to stop for an errand on the way home, you still drove all the way home and you missed the turn off entirely for your errand because you were driving mindlessly. This is very common. It's on the weekends. I'll find that I'm going to run some errands and I start driving a usual route, which isn't the right way. And it's just because that's part of mindless. Now, mindful, this is another adjective where it's the opposite of mindless, where we are very aware and in some cases, maybe hyper aware. 
We're really conscious of what is going on and highly alert. So an example of this is if you're going to a new place, you're driving to somewhere new and you're looking for the address and you have to turn down the radio to see better. How does that make sense? But we do it. A lot of us do it. We laugh because it doesn't it doesn't seem like it would make sense, but a lot of people turn down the radio to see better. And I hope you understand that because I know I'm not the only one that does that. So how does this apply to eating? Well, especially around the holidays, I bring this up, but this is year round. Mindless eating happens a lot more than people tend to realize. And this would be the example of eating fries in the car without registering or eating them until without registering that you're eating them and then suddenly they're gone. Or having snack chips while watching TV or popcorn at a movie and eating it just because it's there. I tend I find that if I'm at a social gathering and I'm standing over near where the food table is, it's easy to just grab something even if I have a plate in my hand just grab, continue to grab. So that's mindless eating. And on the flip side, when done mindfully, we will use all five of our senses and really focus on what we're eating with no distractions, not talking, not reading, not listening to music or having the television. But not everybody will be engaging in mindful eating all the time. I like to talk with people while I'm eating my meal. And it really takes a lot of time to eat more mindfully, especially when somebody's learning about, first learning about it, I should say. So some of the things I've alluded to talking back, let's go back to mindless eating. Many things can contribute to this, but one of the more common reasons people have mindless eating is because they're distracted by other things and they may not pay attention to the amount of food they have consumed. So as I've mentioned, it could be like eating in the car, eating while watching television or at a movie or at a sporting event, eating while socializing, or eating directly from the package where people will grab the bag of chips or the whole container of ice cream and eat directly from there. And it's super easy to lose track of how much we ate if we're doing something else and eating mindlessly. Now, another time we can eat mindlessly is when we're really hungry and we eat fast. And before we know it, we've eaten more than we're comfortable because it takes time for the body to even register that we ate. Or Another type of mindless eating is that we're eating food just because it is there. So grabbing something from your kid's plate or just because there's cookies on the counter, you have to eat it. Or you're at a social event and you may want to be doing something while you're socializing or thinking about how you're going to jump in and talk with people. These are all examples of mindless eating. And why do we want to pay attention to this? Well, one of the more significant consequences of mindless eating is overeating. So if we're eating while distracted or without being conscious of what we're doing, we can easily overconsume the food. And then if we eat when we're overly hungry, again, we can overconsume 
because I said already, it takes time for the message to get to the brain to say, hey, enough already. We can stop. And what happens if we're doing this all the time, if we do it on a regular basis? Well, potential weight gain from excess calories and imbalance of calories, as I said, potential weight gain. But if we're not expending those calories through physical activity, that's going to happen. And one of the things I bring up is when we mindlessly eat, how often is are we sitting there with a bag of carrots or a bunch of baby tomatoes and overeat those? It can happen, but it's probably not going to happen. I mean, not likely. And then something else that can happen in mindless eating is a spiral or a cycle of emotional eating. So sometimes people, after they have an episode of overeating and don't feel good, can actually result in another bout of emotional or overeating because of those negative feelings. So I encourage people to pay attention to their eating episodes, when they're eating, how they're eating, are they distracted while they're eating, and what can be done about that. Now, on the flip side, as I had been talking about earlier about mindfulness and mindful eating, is it's a way of intuitive eating or using this term intuitive eating, which is not necessarily the same thing. And that's a whole other topic. But mindful is really, really slowing down and being in tune with all the tastes and textures of the food that you're eating in that moment. And as I said earlier, it can use all five senses, sight, smell, taste, touch, and sound. And people don't tend to think about sound of food, but you may notice that more at your next time you're eating something. There's sound related to food. Taste and smell are very closely related as people learn when they have a cold or have something that's happening that affects their ability to smell, it can profoundly affect their ability to taste as well. And taste is what drives our food choices above everything else. And in mindless eating practice, before taking a bite, there's a lot of things that we ask people to consider, such as the environment and things going on around them. And while there's a lot, I love it when I'm with friends and I get together and having a fun dining experience or even eating with my husband as we do most nights, the practice of mindful eating would not even have these distractions happening. So I just recognize this isn't always practice, practical for us to do this all the time. But if we do mindful eating, being alone without distraction, actually, you don't have to be alone, but without distraction, without conversation, without other things, and the only focus is on food, it's not something people can do all the time, likely, but it's something I encourage people to try it a couple times and notice how food tastes differently when they're eating more mindfully. Mindful eating is an activity or is the only activity that would be happening. So again, taking time, this would be putting down the fork between bites and paying attention to all the components of food as you're eating it. So what would be the consequences of mindful eating? Well, never mind that it takes you half an hour to have a meal, but it will often lead to eating less if you slow down if you fully taste and savor the food you have, and you may find you like some things better, and that that favorite fast food that you like 
isn't as good as you thought it was when you slow down and really taste it. It can lead to healthier choices just by paying attention to what you're eating. There's nothing wrong if you still like your fast food, but you may notice it just doesn't taste as pleasant as when you used to eat it mindlessly. I encourage people to look up a mindless, sorry, mindful eating exercise. There's many activities online. This would be on YouTube. I don't have the patience to go through the whole process to narrate for you, but there's plenty of other people who have done it. So you can look that up, do a search for mindful eating, mindful eating exercise, and there's lots of activities out there. And you will really find a new appreciation for raisins or an almond or even an M&M if you do this super slow process of eating something. In the big picture, I don't imagine we'll be eating mind or mindlessly won't go away. We still will have days where we want to have popcorn while we're watching a movie or we're hungry and we just eat faster than we, we really know we should. And that we won't necessarily eat mindfully every single time because as I said, it takes time. But finding that balance in between, slowing down and enjoying the food Still being able to have conversation, but not having eaten a whole meal and not realized what you even had or that you even tasted it. Mindless, mindful. We have it in many parts of our life, but I encourage you to take the time to pay attention to how you eat and eat more mindful and less mindless. And that's real world nutrition Find the balance there. Take care. invite you to join the Real World Nutrition Facebook group at Real World Nutrition. Sign up for my weekly email newsletter at ShellyRiel.com. Connect with me on your favorite social media sites by checking the links in the show notes. If you have a nutrition-related question you would like addressed in the podcast, post it in the Real World Nutrition Facebook group, or use the form on my website, ShellyRiel.com, and click on Contact. Thanks for listening. Bye now.